What's up, y'all? You are tuned in to the Listen Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jess, and it's time for you to listen up to what God has called you to do. Let's get it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Listen Up With Jess podcast. I am so excited that you have pressed play on a new episode. As you know, we are deep into the Healing and Progress series. I have enjoyed doing these interviews with my good friends, and I hope that you've been enjoying them too. Um, The last two months, we've been talking to some amazing special guests to just really share their healing journey um, on the various healing um, journeys that we go through. So if you have not checked out the last episode, which was the self-discovery healing and progress episode, check it out. Um, In this episode, I'm excited because I have my big sister. (laughs) I call her my big sister, even though I used to be like her church daughter, but I feel like we've gotten older now. So now (laughs) I am her sister, just younger, a little bit younger. (laughs) But um, I'm excited to have my good sis, Pastor Regina Johnson, here on the podcast. We're going to be talking about a topic that I think is so important. Um, We're going to be talking about uh, religion trauma, healing in religion trauma and church hurt. Um, As you know, like we're, if you're a millennial, Gen Z, or, you know, baby boomer, whatever generation you are, whoever you're listening, you know, we, um, there's some scary statistics that are going around that that it's just real where um, a lot of young adults are actually leaving the church and they're really expressing themselves as far as like, hey, you know, um, you know, organized religion is just not my thing anymore. You know, I'm really trying to just pursue spirituality or relationship with God, just authentic relationship versus religion. And uh, when I you know, I too am struggling with this. And so I knew when I was praying about just the series in general, I knew I wanted to talk about religion trauma and how sometimes it does affect a lot of young adults in the church. And what does that really look like? And what can be some healing or encouragement um, that could come our way to really look at it from a different perspective, right? And so I'm glad to welcome Regina to the mic, my good sis. Coming all the way from Ohio. Hey, Gina. Hey, girl. <laughs> Hi. Hey, big sister. Again, <laughs> I was laughing because I'm like, uh, we definitely grew up together at First Church in Huntsville. That's our home church. Shout out to Huntsville uh, First Ooh. SDA. Um, and yeah, like you've seen me growing up, grow up. I've seen you grown up, like, you yeah. know, and us just um, really walk the halls throughout First Church and then kind of just take our own paths and, you know, also birth our ministries. Um, and you have really inspired me. I'm just going to put a little, whole, little, you know, break in there. You've inspired me so much because I just see you and I look up to you as a big sister, as a mentor of really just authentically staying true to what God has called you to do. And like, you really, like, you have no filter. You're unashamed like your whole model, God ain't raised no punk. Like that is real. Okay. Like I love that because it encourages so many people to just, you know, be real, like be real with yourself, be real with God and know that, look, like you can do whatever, like he's called you to do. You just got to go and get out your comfort zone and do it. And I've seen God move in your life. 
And honestly, where I am today is because I see people like you inspire me to kind of like, you know, I can still be Jess, but I can also still, you know, move and share my story, right? And share my truth and be true to who I am. And so I'm just so thankful that I have you in my life and that you're able to get on this platform. So I want you to talk to my listeners about how did you even get into ministry? What did your journey and your story look like as far as, you know, kind of falling into that as a young adult? Because you're still a young adult and you really doing a thing in this whole, you know, ministry life. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I, yes, I definitely still am a young adult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so funny. Um, I'm super proud of you. I'm hoping to and answer your question, but I'm super proud of you. I absolutely oh, thank love the you. podcast. I love the episodes, everything that you're doing. Um, you were speaking straight facts when you said we used to be like oh yeah I was like literally in your phone fo- in my phone it's saying mm-hmm. it's Jessica and has daughter next to it and so yes you- I'm like you gotta change that because like I'm not that old like I don't, right. know, I don't know what that was about but nah man that ain't <laughs> yeah like we're not far in age <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we're not. um yeah so yeah for sure I'm happy to be here um and just hopping into the question um how I got into ministry that would be the Lord and the Lord only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, and I'll say this, I'll say this. So I guess as far as how I became a pastor, that was definitely, mm-hmm. definitely God, but it's all God. So I, as you said, grew up in Huntsville, Alabama, um, went to first church. I went to, um, was my church, but I went to, um, school at Oakwood, which is mm-hmm. just uh, my academy elementary school. And mm-hmm. then after that, what was supposed to be my next track was to go to the college right there in my hometown. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I, God told me not to go there, which was a major thing. Cause it's like, well, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, at home, like, it's like a home type thing where it's like, mm-hmm. you kind of go from one, two, three, like you're, you're, yeah. you're here for for right. elementary school, for academy, and then you know you go on. Over- you're being a rebel by not going to Oakwood. Like yeah, you're, that, it seemed like I was rebel. being a rebel. rebel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to this day, people view it that way, but it was mm-hmm. not that I was being a rebel. It was that God literally told me to mm-hmm. go to a school in Maryland at um a school that's called Washington Adventist University now, um, mm-hmm. and God told me to do it. And um, I think that was like the first or like the first thing that I'll recount for right now time mm-hmm. that I really kind of tapped in to realize I'm going to do what God is telling me to do, even though everybody else saying that's not what you need to do. Mercy. I made that move. And that's kind of been my my thing since then. I've just kind of mm-hmm. kept making moves that either I didn't want to do or people ain't want me to do or things that seem crazy didn't seem right based mm-hmm. off what God told me to do. So went through matriculation there. I'm going to make my testimony short. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> a whole lot more, a whole lot more to it, but mm-hmm. basically God, um, I was the chaplain there after I graduated. Um, and then from there I was asked to come and pastor in, in Cleveland, Ohio. And that was definitely not on my, the chaplain thing. I was like, all right, I'm cool with that. Cause I, I know I want to do ministry, but I wasn't trying to be no pastor. Mm. Um, and so that was not the move for me. So that was definitely a God told me to do this. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to be a punk because, <laughs> yeah. because I'm, I'm going to listen to what he told me to do. And um, we'll probably get into this a little bit later, but I think like, that's literally what it's all about. I feel like that's what life's all about. I feel like that's what Christianity is all about. It's like doing what God told you to do. Mm. And uh, God told me to go. So that's how I got to here. And that's why I'm a pastor. And that is the only reason I'll be a wow. pastor. I'll be a pastor until God tells me, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, now I want you to go do X, Y, Z. And then that'll be my move. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I don't, I don't know if I'll be a pastor all my life. I know mm-hmm. that what I'm going to do is do what God tells me to do all my life. So yeah. Ooh, that's so good. I mean, like I'm thinking like, 
you said something like, and I think that's what a lot of, just not even young adults, people in general, Christians are struggling with hearing God's voice and tuning out the voice of man and yeah. um, God's servants, right? Like your parents or the church or what everyone else is saying. And you were saying like, hey, like, no, like, it's like God literally told me to do the opposite. So yeah. I'm going to do the opposite. And it's going against the grain. It's going against the traditional form. Um, and I feel like that's where a lot of people really struggle because you're tuning in to the voice of God and your relationship and tuning out what just the traditional norm or what everyone else is saying. Um, and so, you know, I wanted to kind of get into that. I was think I was looking over like some statistics about, you know, why are young adults leaving the church? And when I say leaving the church, you know, we like I'm talking about just overall like not wanting to be not wanting to participate or have membership within a within their a church. Um, and then also leaving just altogether organized religion and saying, I don't know about that, you know, like, um, and so the uh, like statistics that I was reading, it was saying like 60% have stopped attending church regularly. And of course, right now, we're in a pandemic, we were in a pandemic. So it made sense. But even now, just like, it's probably even harder, right? Because we're not physically going to church. We're saying, okay, now everything is online. And then there's really no accountability, like, where it's just like, mm, I don't really have to. And so, you know, um, some of the reasons it was saying like um, there was a survey that was taken and they said, you know, life changes, including moving, going to college, work responsibilities, you know, that transitional phase. Um, like 73% have said, you know, that said the church or the pastor related reasons have left, led them to just leave the church altogether. And then about 70% have said that um, religious, ethical or political beliefs uh, for dropping out. So they feel like church is just full of politics, right? Um, and it's related to either like your uh, political beliefs. Um, and then about, uh, I think 63% said that student and youth ministry um, reasons is why they're leaving. It, it, I think it's not attracting or being able to really relate to young adult, to youth uh, to keep them you know, interested within the church. It's, and it says like, oh, they think it's boring or judgmental or hypocritical. Right. Um, and so those were like some of the top reasons. And so when I hear that, you know, I have I've been a youth leader. I have a passion for youth and young adults. And I was heavy in the church. Um, but I remember serving as a leader. And I see all of these reasons because there are a lot of politics um, there. It can be cliquish. You know, there are just so many things that can happen where I never really experienced church hurt, you know, because our church family, everyone knew, you know, me and you would know you. So, you know, it's not, it's harder for like an outsider coming in and they're just like, what is this about? Like, you know, or a non-believer, right? Coming in and then wanting to feel accepted. And yet they still don't feel accepted because, you know, um, because of members that are in the church. So like, what would be like, you know, what would you say to someone that is either struggling uh, with church hurt or some type of religion trauma where, you know, they were told, you know, so many things that were contrary to really what the word of God meant by, you know, when it comes to some of the belief systems that churches have, like conservative churches, you know what I mean? So 
Yeah, you just said so much. I know. <laughs> you said so much, but you said so much good stuff that I'm trying to figure out really kind of like, you know, how to answer that question. And, you know, like, what do you say? Because, you know, you're yeah. like, I would definitely start off by saying, first off, I ain't got all the answers. No, second no. <laughs> of all, second of all, I, I, I hear you. I feel you. I understand where you're mm-hmm. coming from. Um, and I kind of want to throw out just probably the... You know, you call me a rebel, even though I'm totally not a rebel, but you know, I just want to rebel. I know. Look, I want to kind of like, um, I guess maybe what's the other, I guess, you know, play devil's advocate, advocate. yeah, with, with, with the subject. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I kind of feel like, I, you know, I speak to a lot of young adults too. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard a lot of this stuff. And one of the things that I first want to point out is that this um, is not just in one church denomination. Like this no, is I'm talking about all. Right. Yeah, right. This Definitely. is across the so, board, which and is to clear it up because we have I my followings. No, is I know. Not just Adventist. Like we have a whole like Baptist, non-denominational, yeah. all together. Yes. Yeah. And so I brought that up, and I said mm-hmm. that because I know for yeah for sure that they're listening. But I think that that's mm-hmm. one thing to keep in mind because I think sometimes when people are going through things, they feel like it's just their mm-hmm. own church, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's just their own space. And it's just like, oh, it's just this, it's just y'all, right? And it's right. like, like, like I'm the only one experiencing this, but we're not, it's across the board, like kind of where you hear this, right? Mm-hmm. And so I guess for me, when I look at young adults, I want to first, first start off by saying like, I, like, I see you, I hear mm-hmm. you. Um, you know, uh, some of what you're saying is definitely right. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's no way to not acknowledge that there are going to be hypocrites in the church, that there are going to mm-hmm. be rude people in the church, that there are going to be people that's not doing things right, that all pastors are not amazing, that, mm-hmm. you know, that there are not politics in the church, that there, yeah. I ain't those, you know, I, I am not about to come in here and say, no, no, no. Like those <laughs> right. are not, that's not what's happening. You have a false representation of the church. Nah, bro. Like that's church true. got some issues. Right. Yeah. And they're there and we have to acknowledge them. I think when you are trying to heal with anything, the first step is acknowledgement, right? That's you know, right. when you go to the AA meeting, yes. it's like, hey, hi, my name is Regina. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I'm an alcoholic, right? You know, I got right. some issues, right? So it's kind of like starting there, like, hey, you know, I'm a Christian and, you know, church mm-hmm. got some issues, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and I think that's that's the place to start. Um, and then I think it's, but we have to challenge ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. To be like, yes, there are some issues here, but do I just throw it all, throw everything away out the window because of the mm. issue? Because a lot of the stuff, like even let's just start with some of the easy stuff. Like, okay, they're hypocrites in the church, right? Right. It's, I that, I feel like that one and the, it's so hard because it's like, first of all, yeah, there's going to be those type of people everywhere you go. Everywhere we go. Everywhere you go. And you know, you've probably heard that. And then I want to say, I want to challenge it a little bit because a lot of times, a lot of the stuff that we're complaining about that we see that are people in the church at one point in our lives, we was the same person. Like we was doing those things too. And in some places where it's like mm. in certain areas where it's just like, we're looking for people to be perfect when we are not perfect ourselves. Yes. Like, so let's uh, talk about that because I think what happens is when, and I get this a lot, it's like, okay, because a, a person in leadership or in ministry or a pastor decides to actually do what God called them to do. That does not mean they never sin again. That does not mean they're not going to fall short. And so we start placing these, you know, leaders on a pedestal. And so when they fail us, we're like, oh my gosh, how could you ever struggle with this sin? 
and yeah. do something that portrayed. Knowing good and well, you struggle with that same sin, yeah. okay? Yeah. This yeah. person is just out here doing what God called this, using their voice, using their gift, yeah. and they're still struggling, you know? And so I, I totally agree. I see that. And I've, I've had to check myself because now that I'm in ministry yeah. and I've become, I mean, parents be having me, they mentor. I'm like, child, I miss your girl. Like I got issues myself. What you talking about? Like I'm a raggedy mess. Right. And I realized like, I got to have a level of grace, yeah. you know, and not put somebody on a pedestal. Cause if they see me fall, I always let them know, Oh, well, I'm not the standard. <laughs> I need you to know. I may be a little, you can see like an example, but I struggle. You know, and I think that's where a lot of, you know, maybe people get take it personal because it's like, how dare they? Yeah. Struggle with this. Be human. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, that's such a good point to bring out. Um, I think you said a key word. You said example. And it's like, yes, we can look, you know, to leadership. And, you know, of course, you of course you want to look to your leadership as far as to lead you. Yeah. in the right direction right yeah i think the ultimate example that we have to have for our life is christ and when Come we on. put anybody up against like christ yeah. like that, that's the standard like that has to be yeah. the standard so we're all literally gonna fall short right mm. so it's just like yeah if i if i put myself up to the person right next to me i might be able to find some things oh i'm a little bit better in this area none of that matters mm. because at the end of the day next to christ we all we all just out here trying and so yeah. i think you've got to keep that in mind but at the same time that does not um remove the level because i do think leadership i'm not saying that our leaders are not should not be held to you know a standard and you know maybe win certain times when you know mm-hmm. things have gone wrong things should consequences should come or you know you should you know move out the way step down those type of things yeah that's not what we talk about here because y'all not gonna twist my words because y'all know I, y'all not about to cancel me y'all not about, you know what I'm saying? no we don't cancel we, the listen up family we don't cancel <laughs> yeah, but 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 what i am saying no but i think that that's the thing like christ is the example and you've got to yes. keep that in mind and so the okay. point that i was just you know really trying to get at is that you know because there's hypocrites in the church this is not a good reason to leave like you know what i'm saying yes. I, think, I think a lot of a lot of i want to challenge i'm gonna be specific i want to challenge a lot of the people that grew up in the church mm-hmm. a lot of the people are the people that grew up in the church who were mm-hmm. the clicky people who were mm-hmm. the ones that was doing all this are now <laughs> are now like oh and they're pointing out all these things about the church and i'm challenging us like like dude like you i don't want to say that it was like you were just that person no mm-hmm. but it's just like um okay let me say what i'm really trying to say this is what i'm really trying to say let me just say get to the meat say. of what i say Let's do it. hey i'm filtering come on i feel i feel like i just wanted to start there because i i want to say i want to there is validation in on one end right mm-hmm. for what for what our feelings are but i do want to challenge young adults because i think a lot of what we are saying is we're crying out for wanting to be more involved we're crying out mm-hmm. for wanting more outreach we're crying out for um you know, I mean, a lot of different things of wanting people to actually care and, and, yeah. you know, all of those type of things. And that's why we're saying we're leaving the church because the church is not doing these things, right? Mm-hmm. The church is not doing X, Y, Z, but then you see a lot of churches that are doing the X, Y, Z that the young adults are looking for. Mm-hmm. And then they're asking the young adults to be involved and do those things. And then the young adults are still like, nah, uh-huh. bro, I got, I got work. Yeah. Nah, nah bro. I, I, I got, got time. I got time for that. Cause I got yeah. plans. And right. like, I thought the reason that you mm-hmm. wasn't involved was because nobody wanted to give you the opportunity or because it was an issue. And yeah. it's just like, I just feel like we're coming up with ex- 
excuses, right? And I think yeah, a lot of real. the reasons, I think yeah. we're leaving the church. Yeah, hypocrites. Nah, man, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's the reason. Like yeah. people gonna talk about you. People gonna do all those things wherever Everywhere. you go. And right. so for that, I just feel like we are a generation that is looking for people and things and institutions to be loyal to us and to be committed to us. But we have commitment issues. Oh, oh, and we not loyal to them. We not loyal. Yeah, it's like yeah. you. It's like yeah. you want. You want. Like Ooh. you're looking for something, and you're you're like, okay, this is what I want. I want this. We got commitment mm-hmm. issues. Like that's just, that's it. And it's I feel like all together. I mean, commit. We can't even commit dating, marriage. Across the board. <laughs> Across the board. And this is yeah, like, but it. at the same time, we're real quick to check somebody and to throw somebody mm. deuces. Who doesn't want to give that to us? And it's like mm. you're expecting somebody to give that to you when you don't mm. want to put in anything at all. You don't want to put in the work at all. And it's just like, bro, like it's not, it go two ways. Like, and that's not really fair. And yeah. it, it's a cop out. Like, and that's that's what I came to say. Like, that's what okay. my challenge. Tell it to young adults is mm-hmm. like, yo, like, <laughs> like stop being a punk. <laughs> I, I didn't really come to say that. I didn't raise no punk. <laughs> Like, it's kind of like, I feel like we're being punks and we're kind of just like, yeah. oh no, the church is hypocritical. And so I'm gonna go over here and do what I want. And then here we go. And then a lot of us say, and this ain't everybody, so it might not be you, but if you, yeah, offended, yeah. But if you offended, it probably might be you. <laughs> One of the things is that we would do is like, now I'm leaving the church because I don't like, you know, like the people, I like what they're doing. I don't mm-hmm. like pastor, whatever it is, whatever excuse we throw. Right. We that. But then we're like, and then we're like, no, I'm, I'm more concerned about a relationship with Jesus. But mm-hmm. then we also leave and we not really pouring ourselves into the relationship aspect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Now let's, like, let's get into that though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get into that because that, that's the thing. It's like, cause I was thinking, my question was going to be like, can the two really coexist? Like when you think about religion and relationship. And like you said, I, I mean, honestly, Regina, I agree with you because I'm like one of the last to kind of my friends too that have still, you know, actively, right? Because there's a difference. You can be, you can be a, tr- a church attender. You can go to church every Sunday, every Saturday and just be going in and out. But then for you to be involved, to, for you to really become and be the hands and feet. And I'm not talking about you have to serve and be a leader and be a, a ministry leader or elder or nothing, but just to be you know, to be involved in any of t- form of, of different ministry and serving, I think, you know, is important too, when you're wanting to be a part of the church. And like you said, it's just like, yeah, I mean, I, as a young, I was a young adult uh, ministry leader for first church for a year, for a couple of years. And I would see like, it was only select few. It was like, I was the only young adult sometimes, like, you know, trying to, you know, trying to muster up and get, you know, crumbs of people left. <laughs> to come help volunteer let's go out let's go and we're not doing just traditional things like we're going out you know to neighborhoods and you know really trying to impact our communities just like you would do with your organizations right so with um any organizations like when you were in school and your sga or greek organizations like it's the same thing like if you're wanting to impact your communities that's what the church is supposed to do the church is supposed to bring that in and bring that um you know, that the, those relationships and encourage them. And so like, I feel like, like you said, we'll say, okay, you know, I really got time for that, but I got to have my relationship with God. And then ain't spending no authentic time to get in personal relationship with God. So let's talk about that. What is truly the difference between relationship versus religion? And could the two really coexist? And if they can, what does that look like? You know, whereas you can still be authentic in your relationship with God, but also you make room because I, 
I believe the word of God, like it, it, he, he has called us to serve in some capacity. You know, we're just not supposed to be self-serving ourselves, right? So in whatever way that unique way that looks like, whether it's inside your church or just your weekly community service or whatnot, you know, I think we should still be the hands and feet of Jesus. So what, how, how would you, you know, what does that look like when it comes to really taking time to dig deep into a relationship? Because I feel like, like you said, our, our, our fruits are not really reflecting the relationship. I'll be honest. (laughs) You know, when we say, I got a relationship with God, what does that look like? Yeah, I mean, I think you first, like, you kind of have to stop and you have to, like, you, like, like you said, ask yourself, kind of like, be real with yourself. This is another thing where you got to be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. You've got to ask yourself the question and keep asking why. Like, why mm-hmm. I'm not going to church? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's there's super people there. Why? <laughs> like, why, why is that a problem for me? Like, keep going deep, 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 deep to realize why you're really not going. That's one, too, yes. right? And then once you are evaluating, because I don't want to say, I, I'm sure there are some people who have left, who have a great relationship with God but right what does that great relationship with God look like like how much time are we spending with God and so what I want to honestly just if we can transition into regardless of whether you're in the church or not in the church yeah what's the relationship looking like because I think that's still like that's the question right Mm -hmm. so like you're here there not in there what are you spending genuine Mm, genuine. time with God Mm -hmm. and (laughs) I guess that's I think that's where we're missing you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying that's where we're missing probably yeah. because and I'm not even blaming you probably because like we grew up <laughs> mm-hmm. in this church system that we're not saying we don't like but we grew up quote unquote you can't see me but I'm doing quotes going to church which mm-hmm. was going into something sitting listening mm-hmm. come on I know we had it yeah here for a few hours and yeah. then or actually, or maybe even all day for some of you. All day, you know, maybe once or twice things. a week. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> doing a lot of stuff, uh-huh. And you did all those things, but then you still went home and you still had no real relationship with Jesus. Mercy. And so it's like yeah. a lot of us really don't know what that no. looks like. Yes. And yes. a lot of us, like we weren't, we weren't, you know, taught that. And so mm. if you came to me and told me, yo, I'm leaving the church because I don't feel mm. like they showed me how to have a real relationship with Jesus, then you can talk to me. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'll, it. Then I'll be with you. Then then I'll be with you. I'll be like, all right, bet. Like, yeah, leave, go to another church. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, I said that. I mean, that, I mean I, I, for me. And so I think though that that's what we really probably should be saying, but that's not what we say. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's the root. And so when we leave, we don't. Mm. We leave and we're leaving. We mad and we got all these issues and now we mad at everybody and blah blah blah. I'm about to go mm. do me and you know live my best life. But you're living your best life and you're still out in the world drowning because you're mm. not in the world. You're not. You're not leaving and then going deep and finding Ooh. Jesus. And when I say mm-hmm. finding Jesus, spending that quality time. You know what I'm saying? Like diving oh, yeah. into the Word diving into prayer like one of the things that i i'm really passionate about is prayer um because i feel like one of the things (laughs) with prayer i do feel like to some extent we weren't really taught how to pray yes um i feel like 
we have made prayer a, and this, I'll apologize to the church for on behalf of the church. I ain't the church. Well, I am the church actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. No, 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 but I'll apologize. I'll give you the apology that you need that you may not have been taught, you know, really mm-hmm. how to pray. Right? I think a lot of times when we pray, we feel like we have to use these lofty words and, yeah. you know, call, whatever. I know when Even I first, thou, like, like, yeah, I was kind of like, yo, I, I ain't praying like that. Like, and I was like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, then when yeah. I became a chaplain, I was like, yeah, I'm a chaplain now, but I'm still not praying like that. And I became the pastor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm the pastor, but I still not pray like that. Yeah. I, like, what I got is, all I got for you is real. Like, I'm going to talk to Jesus, right? Because mm-hmm. like, that's that's the homie and I'm going to talk to him. Um, yeah. There's a respect level, but at the same time, you have to respect, this is how I approach prayer. You have to respect God enough to 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 not belittle him as if he can't handle your words as if, he can't, as if he can't handle your real right like god is real enough to handle whatever you have to say <laughs> god that's ain't no good, punch yeah that's <laughs> he can good it. give it to him right so mm-hmm. give it the real and i think really having conversations and that's why i like to look prayer as a conversation rather than just prayer yes. as rambling off to god because i think mm. a lot of us were taught how to ramble to the lord rather mm. than having a have conversation, conversation where you sit down and you're giving you're giving off mm-hmm. your heart talking to him for real and you're you're giving him time to talk back to you you're open up your your heart yeah. and your ears and your space enough to mm. really like god what do you have to say back to me god i'm going to open my eyes and ears for the rest of the day to see what you got to say to Ooh. be in communi- constant communication with god right and yeah. for me that's what relationship looks like it looks like yes. you know kind of going deeper like and being able to and this this is the thing jessica oh i love when god brings something full circle because mm-hmm. and i don't know if i no i'm not gonna stop just let me finish this thought sorry okay. uh, <laughs> what, what i was about to say is i think what happens is when you get in that space and you get to know god for who god is and you get mm. to just kind of get into his love takes over you and when you yeah. get to just i don't know like he becomes a part of you when y'all become yeah. just like it's like when you start living that life, like I was saying earlier, where it's just like, yo, I'm about to do what God told me to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm about to yeah. show up and I got like, that's my main objective. My main objective is to listen to God and mm-hmm. I'm able to hear God because of the fact that I'm in relationship with him. Like mm-hmm. you don't hear nobody who you don't like, you're not talking to him. Like a lot of people yeah. Hear God, but it's like, yeah, cause you're not really, you're not listening. You don't know him. Like I always use this example, like, when you and your best friend are across uh-huh. the room, okay, <laughs> yeah, somebody walk in the door and you being uh-huh. petty because you petty. I know we talking about church people petty, but you petty too. Okay, period. And, you, and so somebody walks in or yeah. something, something, and y'all lock eyes. Mm-hmm. Hey, no words got to be said, but y'all know what y'all talking about. We know it. Yeah, it's all in the signals. Yeah, it's just like y'all. You gotta get so close. You're able to do that because you're so close to that person. Wow. You know the ins and outs. Like that's the homie. Yeah. Like y'all, y'all bond. Y'all spend time together. You can't. That don't really happen with somebody you just know off the street. No, like yeah, one of your podcast listeners. If I meet them, I'm not gonna be able to have that connection instantly. But I'm gonna yeah. be able to have a more of a connection with you if I see you. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I know you, right? right. And so like. What, we were looking for this connection with God, but it's like, yo, you, you don't know him. Like, like you, mm-hmm. you don't know him. Like the more time you spend with him, the more it'll be easier to be able to know like what his voice is and know what he's telling you to do, what he's not telling you to do. Like you got to get in that proximity to be like, all right, God, when like, you know, people are, you hear this all the time. Like when I move, you move just like that. You know, you hear that thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. But you yeah. can't have that. Okay. Little grave. Actually knowing 
like mm. him and being in his space. And so this is where I should stop and let you ask a question, but I know I'm going to- No, please keep going. No, no, keep going. Because it's getting good. And everything uh, you say- The thing everything. is, when we do that and we get in right relationship, I think that's when we're able to, to stay in the church. That's when mm. your, your relationship is like, yo, I'm walking into church, right? Mm-hmm. And I know sister so-and-so, we're going to call her sister blue. I know sister blue, she done been through some things, yeah. right? But I'm so connected with God right I'm now not even- that God is like, I sent you to church today on a mission. I sent wow. you to on, you know, I told you to go here. So because mm-hmm. I told you to go here, I need you to just hear, like see sister blue roll her eyes. And I need you to just keep walking because yes. it's not about sister blue. <laughs> It's not about Sister Blue, and not and and the, the reality is sometimes your um you being able to walk past Sister Blue is gonna help Sister Blue get over Sister Blue's mess because you want to know what Sister mm. Blue is there and does not need to leave the church because she needs to get healed too and she mm. need to get over she need to get over the stuff that she's there she yeah got, like yeah. we really need her and her foolishness yeah yeah <laughs> her foolishness also needs to be touched by the Lord. You know mm, what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like everybody's like coming in messy trying to get it's like in a hospital room. You go That's to how the, I was going right to that. Yeah. Every, I was thinking that scenario. Yeah. Like somebody got mm. you know somebody got cancer. Somebody's over here with a headache. Mm. Like somebody's over here like you know got leukemia. You know like this is the different things that are going on that people got. And it's just like I oh that's real good. Like I can't kick the person out of room 405 because the person out of room 507 is is like nah like <laughs> like she mm-hmm. looked at me wrong in the hallway. It's like right. yeah, but she's about to die. <laughs> she's about yeah. to die. She needs a heart like, transplant. We're I all sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. She needs a heart transplant. So it's kind of just like, yo, like coming into the mindset mm. that the church is also not only it's not just for you, right? It's for mm. all the six. It's for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody for needs everyone. that healing, right? Yeah. Everybody needs that healing. And so um, I think when we have that relationship with God, you're mm-hmm. able to make it be like when I show up and I, I'm going to stop, but I like when I show up to church, mm-hmm. it's not, first of all, only about what I can get. That's mm-hmm. another thing. That's probably a whole other podcast. Cause like, like even when it comes to church, like it's not yes, only about what I can okay, get. Well, what are, what are y'all gonna give me? Yeah, man, we be having. Mean? Come on, because we be having the wrong mindset. We be like, yeah, preaching, who's singing? Yeah, how is the sermon gonna be? Is it yeah. gonna talk to me? Oh no, that's not for me. That's for someone else, you know. And our mindset, like, is not pure. Like we don't have the pure intentions in going into church. And so, like you said, it's not just for you. It's for it could be for everyone. And then sometimes you also need to think about kind of reversing it. And it's like, hey, I do, you know, I sometimes have to block out the distractions because at the end of the day, hurt people hurt people. And the enemy, he is using a lot of people within the church to distract you. So, but when you said when you're in right relationship, you realize that those voices don't matter. Like at this moment, I'm having a, an experience with God. I'm having a moment with him and he's, I'm experiencing him everywhere I go. So I need to kind of focus and key in on that. So we could go like both ways, but not selfishly going in there just saying like, what can they do for me? Like you said, yeah. and you're not pouring back out. Like it has to be, you know, it has to go, like there has to be a balance, right? Yeah. 
Um, and you just hit on so many things because when it comes, like you said, to that relationship piece, I think that's the reason why I still serve. Um, I have had, yes, these same sentiments, but when I remember, I did not really realize what relationship looked like until 2014. And I've been in the church since I was a baby. Okay. So, I mean, I was taught that it was really workspace. Like it was, you know, what you do shows God's love for you and realizing, no, who I am, how, what he did on the cross for me is his love. Like, so, and really kind of going into that transition, but it was hard because I realized, okay, like, I'm not going to be doing things as traditional as my home church was doing before, or, you know, what my parents or my, you know, my family or hometown thought that this is what, you know, what church looks like. Church was looking different for me back in 2014 when I was like, I'm going to a white church, this non-denominational church, and I met Jesus there. And it, I can meet Jesus anywhere. It doesn't have to be exactly, you know, how you were raised or whatever and how that relationship worked. And it was just like, wow, like when I started seeing, like when I started really getting in relationship and like you said, like that relationship piece takes time. Just like when you are, if you are dating and you're trying to get to know someone, you just, that takes time, like you, an intentional time. So what I'm listening to, what I'm, what I'm reading, what, I mean, I was really in like, all right, God, like if God ain't in it, I don't want it right now. Cause I need to, I want to feel him everywhere I go. Um, and I think that's the missing piece, you know, sometimes when it comes to the relationship where we just still think it's works based, mm -hmm. you know? And so can you talk about that? Like, why do we, we keep getting that confused thinking like, well, I have to be clean. I have to be proper before I could get in relationship with God. And it's like, Nah, he's in the dirt. He's in the messy parts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, that go back to, that's what I can, if y'all want to talk about the church and you want to talk bad about the church, like, <laughs> throw that. <laughs> Do that. Say say, say that, right? Yeah. I feel like I think that's what we, I think that's what we saw, you know? I think uh, mm -hmm. when we're talking about, you know, young adults, I think a lot of young adults saw, you know, the, let me put on <laughs> and let mm -hmm. me be polished and yeah show up and and we uh, we you know that's what we saw as church like okay mm -hmm. I'm gonna put on my 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 best, my best all right yeah. and and I'm gonna go to church and I'm gonna smile and you know um I think that's what we saw and so I think that that's where we've got confused right and that's why that's why i say like some of this stuff that's the part we should be mad about <laughs> like you know that's yeah that's, but it's like but it's like you don't be mad about it and leave it's like no nah, you choose to do different right yes choose, choose to, do, to different, do different right yeah. so i think um yeah i mean honestly i think that's why we it's hard for us to kind of change that mindset and your thinking and mm -hmm. i think once you once you change that and realize wait i can come to god as I am, I can come to God with my mess, mm. um, you know, then I think that's a switch, but I think, man, you said a word earlier, you said balance, like, yo, mm -hmm. that joint right there is so important because so important. another thing yeah. that this generation <laughs> is doing, and I'm honestly like low-key scared, um, I was thinking about this earlier. Gen Z is taking yeah. over. Yeah, I'm like low-key low key scared, like even, yeah, not like Gen Z, but even millennials too, where it's just mm -hmm. like, where it's just like, okay, God's going to take me in my mess. So it's kind of just like, that means I can do whatever. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, I'm just going to throw it all out. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's yeah, like, yeah. he's just me as I am and mm. you know, I'm doing whatever. 
Like I can make, I can do whatever. And then at the same time, I'm going to, you know, use this whole thing where it's just like, no, you've got to accept me as I am. But you know, this whole thing that's going on, yeah. canceling everybody out. And then it's like, yeah. you know, like this whole, like I say, cancel culture where we don't want another word you said earlier. I wrote it down when you said it. Cause you said it. Yes, girl, you, you already speaking facts. Girl, that's why you know, that's why you're the host. <laughs> I'm just a guest. I'm oh, girl. That's a guest. You said accountability. You said uh, that, like, and it's like, I think a lot of us, it's like we are yeah. moving out of that space of we don't, we don't want, want nobody it. to keep us accountable. And Ooh. so, like, that's another reason Jesus. why you are leaving the church. You're not leaving the church because of no hypocrites. You're not leaving the church because because they want you to get out. No, no. It's like, yo, you I don't want to. Trying to be held accountable, right? Uh oh, like, she's touching on some like toes. It's not like we're leaving a church. It's like, okay, let me go find um, mm. an accountability partner to like let's mm. go do X Y Z and da 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 da. Nah, you're not leaving with a plan. Like it's not. It's like we just out. Like because it's like yo, peace. Like we just outside. Like, I'm outside. Like, it's like oh, I'm over. So it's like now nah, I feel like we are. Uh, we 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 want we want this commitment and loyalty, right? But we're not mm-hmm. willing to give it. Um, and we don't want anybody to hold us accountable. And when I say anybody, I'm including God. And I feel mm, like okay, it's a good yeah. way for us to lie to ourselves. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm gonna keep talking. I don't even know what I'm saying now. So listen to y'all, just work with me. <laughs> but I feel in my spirit to say that I feel like we we don't want God to keep us accountable or anybody else to keep us accountable because mm. we're really trying to do what we want to do, we live do. our best life, quotes on right. quote. Quote on quote. What we do to <clears throat> trick, I don't want to use the word trick, but like to lie to ourselves is just mm-hmm. like, yeah, they're hypocrites, so I'm not going back. <laughs> or yeah, I don't like XYZ or XYZ. And, like, and we've come up with all these reasons, right? Where a lot of the underlying, there's a lot of underlying reasons why we do what we're doing. Yeah. And I mean, I it's a, <laughs> I I definitely get what you're saying. It kind of I mean, it's honestly the reflection of your heart too, like your heart posture. You can just be real like, yo, I'm just not rocking with God. If that's what it is, like sometimes like it because you don't like you said, the accountability is real. The fact that is relationship will transform you. So when you get in a relationship, you're not going to want to keep doing the same things that you used to do. You're not going to want to keep, you know, like it's going to convict you. I think that's what it is. And you're going to struggle with that warfare. You're going to struggle with that, um, that day to day where you're just like, you, you know, your old, your former self and your new self. Right. And all that. And that takes a lot of soul work. It takes a lot of intentionality where, it's easy, like you said, a lot of excuses. It's just like, I'm blaming on someone else. Be deep down, you could, you can get there. It's just, you know, that's going to take a transformation, you know? Um, and I think, yeah, we, at the end of the day, we kind of become hypocrites when we do that. <laughs> like, it just is what it is. I know y'all don't want to hear it, but we we bring truth on the podcast. I'm be truth. Because now that, I mean, I'm like listening and hearing what you're saying. And I'm just like, yeah, like I've been there. Like, and I think the beauty in when you get in relationship, God is so graceful that he knows we have our seasons, like yeah. where there are going to be times where, yes, you fall short, you go, you backslide, whatever, you go back to your old ways and whatnot. I think what I think is beautiful is that once you do really experience him, 
you don't get stuck there. You're like, all right, listen, let me get my accountability. Like for me, I know when I'm out here wilding out, I'm calling up my accountability partners. I'm calling up my, you know, prayer partners and we're going into prayer. And like you said, if anything, like, no, you don't have to be a Bible scholar to be in relationship with God. Yeah. First of all, like you said, be in prayer. Prayer is the communication source. Prayer is the conversation Mm -hmm. that we need. And we got to stop overcomplicating and overthinking what our prayer life and relationship should look like Mm -hmm. because everyone's is different. Yeah. You know, but it's still like when you are in real relationship, you're still really dying to yourself. And that's just the key. And it's hard because the struggle is real. Sin is real. Everything is, you know, is this real? Like, you know, um, so yeah, you said a lot of things. I, uh, I want to ask you like, what would be just your last words of encouragement to just, you know, anyone that's listening, that's just like, yo, like I am at this crossroads where I like, I am one foot, like forgetting it all. Like, you know, everything that I've read in the Bible, I'm starting to contradict. I'm, you know, I'm questioning God. I'm questioning religion. You know, what would you say to help just encourage that person? Yeah. So I think, um, I would say this, cause I, this is one thing I, if you didn't catch nothing else, <laughs> you know, you right, right. catch nothing else. Nothing else. <laughs> don't you know, say this. Um, I think listening to what God tells you to do is the mm-hmm. most important thing, right? Mm-hmm. So because I think that's the most important thing, I think you have to allow yourself to go on a journey, journey yes. to be able to hear him. Mm. And I think a lot of people, we want to give it like five minutes and be like, yo, I, he ain't, he ain't answer me. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I get that all the time. A lot of people are like, yo, can you pray for me? Because like, God hears your prayers, but he don't be hearing mine. Like crazy. All the time. I'm like, how do you think? <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, I get it. I get it because it's like, I'm looking for this answer right now. And it's like, mm-hmm. we have to give our space, give, give, give the space for it to be a journey. And mm. so what I want to encourage everyone to do is to push through the journey to mm. allow yourself to be able to get to a place where you hear from God. Mm. Then when you're, when you, when you're hearing from God, do what he tells you to do. If mm. you come to me and say, God told me to leave the church and you've allowed yourself to go on that journey and you know what that looks like, mm-hmm. by all means, I'm about to be like, man, yo, I love it. Bye. And we're not bye, but (laughs) I love it. But (laughs) I love it. But like, yes, like I want, that's what you need to do. That's what you need to do. I think also in along the same lines of it for somebody that's really like, you know, they might like some of the stuff we're saying is not applying to them. They are trying with their church and, you know, they are trying to be involved and whatnot, whatnot. And it's becoming exhausting or whatnot, whatnot. Mm. I think sometimes, I think sometimes, and I got to actually, I don't got to be careful. I don't care. Like, I think there are some times when you just like, you do got to move like your church, like you got to move. Like, I, I would tell people like, like this might not be the best fit for you. Right. Yes, like, yes, yeah. you know, um, mm. I'll use, you know, pro- no, let me use something else as an example. Let me, <laughs> I'm going to use Maryland as an example. Like I, just, <laughs> okay. I moved here from Maryland and there's yeah. like, you know, there's several, several churches. Actually, I'm going to use a, uh, there we go. I have a very realistic um, example. Mm. Um, I'll make it quick. Like, 
when I was picking the church that I was going to intern at, mm-hmm. right? I, I picked the church. This is so, this is, yeah, this is good. I picked the church <laughs> that I thought I wanted to go to. It was one of the prominent churches there. It was one of the big churches there. It was one yeah. of like the hit church, right? The okay. hit church. Yeah. And I went there and um, I realized that is not where I needed to be mm. because it was not a fit for me. Mm-hmm. and I went back to my teacher and I requested to go across town to a small little church um, that was for me, right? And I think that that's okay. Like being able to, yeah. be, that's okay. And I'm not talking about church hopping. I'm talking about, that's funny. Oh, this is funny. I don't know what I'm saying. Hopefully I'm, what I'm saying is right. I don't listen oh, back yeah. to this. Like, Virginia, what you talking about? But not, not church hopping, but like church shopping, right? Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, where you figure out, okay, this is what yeah. I need, even for like what you're saying, like even for this season of my life, this yes. is where I need to be, right? At yes. this church, right? And I think it's re- it really is um, about about giving your space to be able to do, do that inventory. Mm-hmm. So what I would tell the person that has a foot in and out, because that's what you asked me, let me get mm-hmm. back to the answer question, um, has their foot in and out, it's kind of just like, be okay with realizing you're on a journey, mm-hmm. one. Um, don't jump ship. <laughs> I have to <laughs> right. say, I have to say that. Okay, guys, I had to say, don't jump ship. But I do think that you have to realize that it is a journey. And as you're mm-hmm. journeying through, the most important part of your journey is what God tells you to do. And so you mm-hmm. have to make it your business. And this is your real business. This is the make business that you got. Biz- make it your business yes. to be able to connect with him, to be mm. able to hear what he wants you to do. And I can guarantee you that once you make it your business to be able to hear what he tells you that you should do, he's going to lead you in the right direction. And he's mm. going he's gonna to set you up to be good. Um, can I give a, I don't know if a, a scripture. Yeah. <laughs> a scripture, a scripture. Um, that I, that I, um, kind of have kind of live by honestly um mm-hmm. Colossians 3 23 it says work willingly work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather mm-hmm. than for people yes and yes. that's something that I that's like my thing like when mm. I go into anything mercy I am there not for y'all yeah like, I am not a pastor for y'all like I'm not like I'm not working for y'all like I'm mm-hmm. working for the, the Lord, Lord. So that that allows me to show up for him that allows me to stay later for him that allows me to take mm. some hits take some hits and meetings for him. It allows me to, wow. you know, take some, some, some bad names and whatever it's going to be called for him. It allows mm. me to, cause I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a work. Like I'm gonna do the work that he put me on here to yeah. do. Here go my closing. Cause I'm almost done, but it's just like, you <laughs> got to operate in what God called you to do. And yeah. you've got to operate in what God called you to do. And for me, it's like, you've got to work as if you are working for God and not for people. Right. Yeah. And like, your passions, your gifts, you've got to use them for God. And I'm not saying that that has to be used in the church, mm-hmm. you know? And that's the thing, like now you can do that. And that's honestly, I'm sorry, but that, that I would say do that. Of course, like, yes, if you can do, if you can't do it in the church, go do it somewhere, right? Mm. Go do it somewhere, but don't let mm. church hurt and this church pain and all the stuff that these excuses cause you to walk away and you walk away to nothing and now you're doing nothing, nothing. you're not serving Ooh. for the lord you're not Mercy. pouring into people you're not pouring out your mm. gifts into the world and you're just somewhere bitter in a corner talking mm. about 
Like that's, you can't allow somebody else to have the uh, control over your salvation mm. because of what they said and did to you. Mm. And it's like, you're, you're, uh, you're become, you get into this bitter state and we don't even realize we're bitter and we're, we're walking around mad and angry. And it's just like, no, like, no, like you're giving those people quote unquote, those people, whoever these people that you're talking yeah. about are, too much power giving them too much power and you've yeah. got to take wow you've got to take your power back <laughs> <laughs> she's preaching y'all know this take your power back <laughs> oh, right now come on gina you gotta take it back you gotta take it back and it's just yeah. like i hate to see our generation uh, just, yeah. just just giving that power away to these quote-unquote people that we feel have hurt mm. us and now we are hurting ourselves but we're we're acting like we're big and bad saying we left the church when all in a while really we're hurting and we need the church because really the church is us. Like you need the community. You need somebody rallying around you. You Mm. need the prayer. Like you need, we'll go back to the hospital and we'll end on this. Like you need to see the person in room 405 that got uh, about to have this heart transplant. You're in room 602. No, no, you're on the same floor. So you're in 405. You need to see person four in 411 who, who, who is, has a broken leg. Like y'all need to, y'all need to see each other in passing. And in the hallway, y'all need to be encouraging each other. Mm-hmm. Like I understand, right? You need yeah. to be. You need that person. You need the doctor that that knows what that knows what it is. You need the nurse that that went to school. You need somebody, the chaplain, to come by and pray. You need. It's like God didn't set this thing up because just for fun. Like it's like nah. Mm-hmm. Like he knew what he was doing. He's like nah. Yeah. You need that community. You need that encouragement. And so it's like push through, and mm-hmm. show up and and get get that right and allow it to be a journey even though it's not it ain't all gonna be pretty it ain't all gonna be smooth Mm -mm. because yes i'm a pastor and i'm in it and as a pastor it ain't all smooth it ain't all easy i can't say that there's not days i wake up and i'm like well doggone do i want to be in the church (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't tell my boss that you know well not my boss but my boss you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's your <laughs> like, oh, i don't know do i want to be here i think we all have our moments where it's just like man but it's just like but then at the same time when i look across and i'm able to encourage you know somebody else or when i look across and somebody's able to encourage me um mm-hmm. we keep going and um yes one last thing um you refresh others by refreshing you you're refreshed by refreshing others Mm. and um the scripture and proverbs it's escaping right now okay uh but um i i I think that that's another thing when you show up to church Mm. and when you think about the church i'm ending i promise i feel like i'm preaching i'm so sorry no you're good good. (laughs) when you show up to church your mentality like we said is not all gimme 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 and i think Mm -hmm. as a young adults in this society the society has definitely taught us you know quick mm-hmm. it's a quick it's like a drive-through line like hurry up yeah and then give me my fries mcdonald's hurry up mm-hmm. fries, and your machine better be working okay like the, <laughs> my McDonald's, my ice cream machine. Machine. <laughs> that is our mentality as young adults hurry up mm-hmm. it better be working and you know this is like boom 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 anyways but we, and, and what's for me give me give me give me right and so i think when we're when we're thinking about church it can't always be give me give me it's like yo what can i give and you will be surprised mm-hmm. that as you are giving and as you pour out um what's inside of you as you pour out you are literally being revived like yeah, as you refresh others so as you refresh others 
it's refreshing. Like if you yes. ever pour yourself into what God has called you to do, mm. you're gonna be tired as hell. I'm sorry, can I cuss here? I think so. It's okay. Yes, okay. <laughs> we're real over here. It's real over here. Not really cuss. Not a cuss. You know, it's not. Nah, it's not. No, okay. Anyways, you're gonna be tired as hell as you're yes. pouring out, right? And it's mm-hmm. so funny when you get to that place when you're when you're super super tired, right? And it's like, man. But then you look up and you feel revived. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, having that experience is experience. like, yeah, yeah, it's oh. wild. And you'll get that when you're walking and living in purpose. Mm. And it's just like refresh. And so I just want you to change your 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 mindset and your shift when it comes to yeah. God and the things of God. <laughs> Man, you got to go live on purpose and, and 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 use all that he gave you. And um, yeah. And watch that he won't refresh you. I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, you just killed it. You killed it. And Everything that you said was spot on. I know that this is the Holy Spirit speaking through this conversation. I can tell you it, it's healing me by just having this. It's because there was just a lot of things that had been weighing on my heart. So I know that it's going to impact and heal someone else. And so for anyone who is just listening to this episode, um, my prayer is that you have received some type of encouragement to, you know, really you know, be intentional with the journey and, uh, uh, you know, like Regina said, don't jump ship, right? But also really pursue the authentic relationship and do the work and what that looks like, right? Like you don't just, just get in relationship, but you got to put in work in that relationship. And you also, um, and it also reflects some of the fruit. And so I'm so thankful, Gina, for you getting on this mic and just you know, speaking life and kind of giving us a different perspective. That's what I wanted, like just to help shift the perspective of just the negativeness of that, what we had about church hurt and bring a healing conversation. So I hope that you guys listen up to this episode. Um, Make sure that you share it with someone. If you feel impressed, you've listened to it and you believe that it could also be a healing conversation for someone else, please share it. Please don't forget to um, write a review on Apple's iTunes and make sure that you um, also rate the podcast and we'll be back with another episode of Listen Up With Jess. Bye.